Good morning. This is TNT Sports, episode number 78. And this morning, I got A. Millie with me, fellow Alabama State Hornet, um, the homie. A. Millie, what's good with you? Hey, T. What's going on? Thank you for having me. All right, I know this is not her first time on this show, so A. Millie, if my listeners don't know, tell me a little bit about yourself. a fellow Saints fan too if you ain't know just to let y'all know Chosen Alabama State University 50 under 50, which was an amazing honor. How did how that make you feel to um, accomplish all that? Um, it, it makes me really feel good because um, you always tell people, you know, give them your flowers while they're still here, and I feel like finally, like I'm getting my flowers. Um, just being uh, nominated and recognized for um, 50 under 50 for Alabama State that was like a huge accomplishment. For me personally, for the year of 2020, just knowing that my alma mater is like, okay, we see you, we want you to be a part of this, and it it has been um, tremendous. Like uh, the networking, I I enjoyed all of it, and still I'm still enjoying it. It's still all new to me um, when it comes to the uh, news articles. Um, just getting my story out there, and so people can read that you can keep going no matter what obstacles you're facing. No matter if we're in a pandemic, you still can elevate. You still can go to that next level. So I'm just really um, excited, and I pray and hope that it'll be more um, wonderful articles to come about me because I do have a story to tell, and it is being written. All right. That's deep. That's deep. So let me ask you this. What would you tell a 15-year-old A. Millie right now if you could talk to her? Mm, I would say 
you will lose people along the way, but it's a part of your journey. Right. And keep going. No matter who tells you no, there is always a yes. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're courageous. You're dedicated. You are a child of God. And God has something in store for you. And it's going to shake you up a little bit. But it's all to build you. And you are on your way. And the level up is going to be amazing. And you keep on elevating. No matter uh, when you turn 16. All the way when you hit 40, 50, 60 and above. You are going. You are somebody. You are made. You were built not to break. And I can see you doing big things. And you're going to continue to uh, change the world. You are a talent. You are somebody. So that's what I would really tell myself. It's just to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I've been through things and people wouldn't believe, but it, it, I was built not to break. And so I would tell myself, you were built not to break. Hit it head on. Cool, cool, cool. So all y'all young ladies out there, y'all hear that? Um, but okay, so we're gonna get into uh, football, HBCU, while we're talking about it. Um, we know the big talk is Deion Sanders at Jackson State University. People fail to realize that we had Reggie Barlow, he played NFL ball and he was the coach at Alabama State University, so I don't know why it's such a big thing now. Which is, I ain't taking nothing from them, it's a good thing. So, what's your, what's your aspect on Deion Sanders? He's one of my favorite players, I'm happy to, for him to be doing what he's doing, as well as Eddie George at Tennessee State. What's your take on like the HBCUs and the um, NFL Hall of Famers? It's coaches. Um, I look at it, I look at it like this. Um, I grew up watching Deion Sanders play for the um for the Cowboys, and it's really good to see them come um back to HBCUs, and this gives an opportunity of our black men yeah. to go to HBCUs. Not saying that there's nothing wrong with going to a PWI or playing for a D1 school, but look at the HBCUs. We bred so many great, talented football players that have ended up in the NFL. Right. So we have to look at that. You know, this is for us, for our people. And watching uh, Deion Sanders and um, a lot of other former NFL players just coming back to say, hey, I have this opportunity for our black men. Let them have a chance. Let our HBCUs need to be out in the forefront. Yes, we see University of Alabama, Auburn. We see all these great schools. That's fine and dandy. But where are the emphasis on our HBCUs, especially in sports? Like, I'm, I'm really um, happy that he is uh, where he is. And this, it, this is just um, a stepping stone for more greatness to bring more uh, great black men. I wish, you know, we could have gotten him at Alabama State. That would be love. But um, <laughs> it, really would, it really would be really good for the state, for our school, um, and just the um, young men in general. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy. I've seen, like, a lot of uh, people, especially, like, with his sons, um, leaving um, the University of South Carolina, um, going to play for him. They were already committed. Then it's like, okay, my dad has this position. I'm going to go play for my dad. Yeah. So that's a really good look um, as far as his family. Like, you know, leaving a D1 school and playing for HBCU for the swag. So I think that um, that's just amazing to me. And I can't wait to see more good things for uh, Deion Sanders. Even though he lost to us. And, uh, in Montgomery. <laughs> hey, like, we, uh, we petty. <laughs> they put the Jared Carroll Dion on the screen. <laughs> that's 
we just welcoming you into the family. This is how we get past, this is how we roll, you know, we joke and joke. But at the end of the day, we give you your props, we're giving you a high five for doing what you're doing for um, HBC. Yeah, because he's doing major things at Jackson State, man. They keep putting them on the map for real. And um, like I said, Eddie George as well, former Tennessee Titan. You know, he took over at Tennessee State University as well. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's crazy. And like you said, we had a lot. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and, and that with, uh, with Eddie George in it, it's going to be a real good look um, for the state of Tennessee. You know, putting uh, Tennessee State in the forefront. You know, um, I, I know people that went to Tennessee State, um, they don't really follow their football program or watch their games. But um, it's going to be a good look for the school. You know, whatever drives um, attention or promotion to to promote the school, and you never know, these men that played in the NFL still have those contacts yep. with um, with NFL uh, recruiting uh, scouts and everything. And scouts and everything. So it's like a win-win, you know. It's a good look. Yeah, because really just naming players alone that went to the NFL from HBCUs, you got to look at Walter Pay, uh, you got to look at Michael Strahan, you got to look at, of course, rest in peace, Tavara Jackson. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot lot of guys, man, that went Jerry Rice, Mississippi Valley State. I mean, list go on and on. Uh, to run Armstead to play with the Saints, you know, it's a lot of guys that went. It's not that many as a PWI, but, you know, we getting, we getting up there with it yet, and they, they becoming draft picks, too, like, Early grown draft picks, which the NFL draft is still going on now. Uh, so exactly, you know, that's, exactly. I mean, it's, it's a lot and of discipline. And but, I look at either from my own hometown. You know, you have Frank Walker who played for Tuskegee University and played uh, many years in the NFL. So you you looking at uh, these great black athletes and they're playing at HBCUs and they are. You know, having the opportunity to further their dreams and playing in the NFL, I, I think it's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing, man. Like, they climbing the ladders up there. I mean, they even got a, a NFL combine for HBCUs now. So, it started last year, I believe. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on with that, man. I, I think we go continue to grow and prosper and be successful in the NFL. Hopefully, the NBA comes soon because, you know, even with the NBA, I mean, college basketball, we got Mo Williams at Alabama State. Exactly. So, yeah, I think it'll go all the way around, man. It'll hit baseball, basketball, soccer, all those type of things. So, I'm just exactly. looking forward to it. And, and we cannot forget about, um, you know, your track athletes. Yep. I think um, a lot of these sports, yeah, we watch the football, the basketball, the baseball. But there is, you know, track and field that uh, have great black athletes. And they should be able to go to the Olympics. There should be scouts coming to look at them at their track meets or state meets or whatever the case is. And potentially, you know, um, getting them to the Olympics. So we also have to look at that as well when we're um, going to HBCUs um, and, and trying to scout or look uh, look at students to take, to their, uh, to take it to the next level. But uh, we do have to look at other sports as well. Yeah, just look at all of them, too. And it'd be nice to see some more women um, basketball team go to the WNBA as well. I yes, know. yes. I mean, that'll be something special, man. Because um, we don't see that. I think, what, was it a girl from Montgomery just got drafted? Something like that? I think so. I can't think of her name. I'm not, it was a girl. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I saw the draft video. She got drafted. She from Montgomery. I, could, I don't remember her name. But, I mean, that was major right there alone. So, I don't know. Well, that was, that was what's up. 
you know, that's a great win for the city of Montgomery, great win for her um, to be drafted because you do, you got to think about it. You know, we do look at the NBA, but there is a WNBA. And, you know, I, I would say this, um, growing up, I was looking at, um, you know, Cheryl Swoops and Lisa Leslie. I remember them playing in the WNBA. Cynthia like, Cooper oh and all that. They could go head to head with, you know, Michael Jordan, with Kobe, with Shaq, you know, all of those um, earlier players, you know, in the leagues and stuff like that. So we do have to look at um, the WNBA and kudos to her. I, I'm not sure what her name is, but, you know, I just want to high five you. Put on for us black women. Put on for your HBCU. Put on for your city. Um, and we're just going to keep going. Yeah, and also, if you want to know about, like, black players that went to HBCUs that went to the NFL and, like, had they are, a lot of them Hall of Famers. Even Shannon Sharp went to Savannah State. You can Google that. You can Google it and they give you a whole few pages of people that made it that far. And they all, a lot of them Hall of Famers as well. So, um, don't, just because you see your HBCU senior letter, man, take interest in it, man. Go visit. You know, you never know what you miss yeah. not on, man. Because you may not get no, yeah. you may not get no playing time at a PWI. <laughs> you never know. So, I'm just saying. Exactly. ball it probably out of my mistake but I would work my ass off even harder but I mean I think us growing up playing ball we always talk to focus on the Alabamas the Auburns the Michigans the right. schools like that I mean I guess when I have a kid I'm gonna try to point them towards the HBCU direction put them in camps and all that stuff as well even my nephew right. you know so right. it, yeah. I mean we should be taught more about it Go yeah, ahead. and that's something that I think as, you know, future parents or if your parents or if you're a parent now, take um, initiative and put your your son or daughter in these sport camps programs during the summertime or there's an after school program that um, caters to like uh, sports, you know, or they play on the team. Keep with it. Keep, keep them, you know, active because you never know where that can lead you. That could be a 
scholarship to uh to college and then who knows they could end up in the nba wnba nfl playing soccer whatever it is you know you just want to keep that momentum you know going yeah, I mean, and even if you don't make it to the NFL, the NBA, man, you still can get a good education as well. So I mean, that's always a plus. Cause it's a lot of successful. It's a lot of successful people that went to HBCUs as well. You know, Ricky Smiley. There's a lot of yeah. them, man. A lot of them. Google that too. There's <laughs> a lot, a lot of them. So I mean, just don't focus on that. You gotta look at the education side too. Uh, but anyway, we are gonna move on right quick, man. Like I said, it's been a year since I recorded my last podcast, man. This is Miller's second time on the show. You know, she was way back on the early on, man. So uh, yeah, I remember when you first started, and look where you are now. Your podcast has yep. grown so much, and you should give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, man. People, they gotta remind me of that, man. I be, I be forgetting sometimes, but <laughs> I'm not your line. But it, uh, we go, we gonna touch on Drew Brees, man. Cause we gonna take it back, cause we haven't, like, I haven't been recording. So you know, we all know Drew retired. He just retired. That's a big name in the city of New Orleans, yeah. man. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet. I know it's time because, you know, Drew getting older. He can't you know, produce like he was producing. Um, but just for him to accomplish all that he did when he left San Diego, he left with a career-ending injury. And Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis took a chance on him. And look what he did for the city of New Orleans as far as even the Saints. Um, definitely a Hall of Fame caliber guy. You know, he's a, I met him a couple of times. He's a real, real stand-up guy, man. But... You know, Drew still up in some. He got a little controversy early on, man, with the whole kneeling situation, which I understood. Yeah. I understood. You know, I, I get what he. It was just the wrong time for that, man. And I, but I know Drew a stand up guy, man. And he do so much for this city. So I mean, it just I, I felt like the timing for him was wrong for saying that, but I didn't want to turn my back on him because I met him a lot of times, and he just seemed like a real good guy. He do a lot for the city, even during Katrina. What's your thoughts on that whole situation when Drew said what he said? Yeah. Um, don't know him personally, but you know, with the the state of how our country is in, always in turmoil with our African American people, I feel like what you said was wrong. But I wasn't surprised because you never know what is being said behind closed doors. Right. It's like people can be like this champion, love them, and everything, but when they go home, they can be a totally different person. True. So you know what he said. Yeah. He was remorseful, but educate yourself and do more. I would like to see, you know, 
what what he's gonna do um, now. You know, educate yourself on our on the African American issues, on our issues that we have to deal with every day, every hour. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just thought I wasn't surprised about it because, um, like I said, you just you never know what people say behind closed doors when they not in front of the spotlight. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a lot, man. If you see how many black people wear Drew jersey, bro, like you would never, ever say nothing like I would say that to period, even with a the Caucasian race or like any race, because they see that's what make that's how you make your money, <laughs> for real. That's how you make your right, money. People right, eat exactly. People exactly. Eat, people eat at your restaurants. They buy your jerseys. They pay. For, they come see you play. They buy this. They buy that. Everything got your name on it. They buy it. So you think I feel say something to mess my money up? <laughs> You know what I'm saying, but exactly. yeah, I don't know, man. It just exactly. it was just the wrong time. And then George Floyd just got you know killed too at that time, so it was just the wrong time for everything for that man. Like, you should never say it anyway. Right. That, that yeah. time of all times. And, yeah. and I've always been told, uh, if you can't say anything nice, don't say, say anything at all. At all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was just crazy, man. But I mean, yeah, he just announced his retirement not too long ago, man. And, Kind of bittersweet, you know, for his playing habits. Not to take what he did, you know, what he said, but what he did for play for the Saints. We go definitely miss that for sure. But you know, we'll see what happened after that. Uh, but you know, the Saints got to regroup, man. Uh, we'll see, man. I think we had we had three good years, man, and we blew all of them. Exactly. <laughs> we blew all of them. Ride 20 inch chrome. Shoot, I'm tired of tired of watching these other teams, man. Tampa Bay came and showed their butt <laughs> last exactly, time, man. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm not even like a Tampa Bay fan. Uh, and I don't, I don't. Uh, if I have a favorite player, I'm not gonna ride for the team where he at. I'm gonna stick with the team he was originally on. <laughs> and I don't, I don't hop. You know, it's like it's so funny because you had so many people that are Patriots fans. Because of uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. And then we got to the Buccaneers. Oh, they switched up. I ain't no Patriots fan no more. I'm a Buccaneers fan. Nah, bruh. <laughs> this was the original team that you like. <laughs> I don't like that. That's bandwagon. 
I liked the Cowboys growing up because that's what I watched mostly. But um, Saints fan all the way, not a Falcons fan, not a, I'm not even a cowgirl. Yes, I said cowgirl, but not a fan of them, not a fan of any other team. I do rock with the Saints in the NFC all day, but I am a strict Saints fan. That is the only team um, I would go for, and that's that. Yeah, I'm definitely a Saints fan, but I'm honest too. Some base stack, and they picking nice draft picks as well, man. They still they got Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady, Gronk, OJ Hopper's be coming back, man. Oh, they may they may get it again. I ain't gonna lie. I, don't, I think we gotta rebuild. Mm-hmm. We te- I ain't gonna say we terrible. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I ain't gonna say we terrible, but when they start rebuilding, that's gonna blow everybody out the water. Because you still think, okay, Tampa Bay won. Oh, Tom Brady's still going to be there for another year or two or three or however long. Oh, they're going to come back to win it again. They're thinking it's going to be a two-peat, a three-peat, four-peat, five-peat. No, because you going to be there, man. You're 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 going like, if he only got one more year, because he's 40, right? He's in his 40s, yeah, he pl- right? 40 plus. He already been drew. Plus. He okay. already been drew. Oh, wow. Well, it's time for him to uh, chuck up the juices. But I understand you get, you one of the highest paid in the male players right now. Get the money. Get that money. Well, she's going to be good. But I just feel like once um, they rebuild specific teams, they're going to get a time right on my face money. Gotcha. Y'all heard it first from A Millie. <laughs> Y'all heard it from me, listeners. Yeah, I heard they it. They're going to get whoever team rebuilds and they're going to come correct in the fall. They're going to get Tom Brady a drop for his money. So, all you bandwagon, uh, Buccaneers fans, uh, listen to what I just said. Mark my words. You heard it. You heard it first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you this before we wrap up. How about how you feel about Deshaun Watson, man, with this whole situation? He don't want to be in Houston no more. But all of a sudden, all these women coming out saying that he violated them, massaging people, massaging women or whoever. They saying all this negative stuff about it. I think it's a setup, honestly. Out the blue. Um, I remember hearing about that story, but we just cannot dispel that these things don't happen. As a woman, it does happen. And if you did it, shame on you, and you need to be held accountable. But as women, um, we can't continue to hide things like that if it, if it truly did happen. Yeah. I don't, I don't know the whole story, but I've read up on it. But I wasn't there, so I can't yeah. say I believe him. I can't say I believe her. But you gotta look at the facts from both sides. And as a woman, you know, I'm stick up for my uh, my women if that happens because it does happen um, too much. Yeah. Um, but we, they just have to investigate properly and um, do a thorough review, you know, because if that did happen wrong, it's wrong and you need to be held accountable. Yeah. And I, like what you said, man. What, I mean, we gotta be men gotta be held accountable for doing that type of stuff. But I just wish they'll speak more sooner, man, because it, it make it look funky <laughs> when all this like, oh, I want to leave Houston, but all this stuff come out at one time. Cause I'm all for, I'm all for right, that, you know. Right. But speak. I mean, if, if something happens, speak your mind up front, man. Don't wait to the last minute, you know. That you just never know, man. And that's, a lot of people don't talk, man. They can. A lot of women die behind that stuff, man, because they don't never say nothing. So. 
I mean, I'm right. very. We gotta protect our right. women. Period, man. So, right, exactly. but like you said, I hope I, I hope it ain't true. But like you said, we don't know. We know we wouldn't up. But to all the women out there, please speak up for yourself, man. If a man beating on you or whatever, speak on it. Uh, if you're being mistreated, yeah. speak on. Don't hold that stuff in because it may kill you. And you never, you know, it never came out. So, and, and just to and just to reiterate that. Know your homeboy is doing stuff like that. Check your homeboy. Don't yeah. just don't just look and don't say anything. Yeah. That, that makes you a coward. Just um, just as well as him. So speak up and protect our sisters. Yeah. Protect protect them. Check your boys. Say, hey, bro, you wrong. Yeah, you know some dudes they gonna be like, man, that ain't my business, bro. <laughs> like, man. Right. Like, nah, right. bro. But what if it was like your sister or your mother or your niece or your own daughter? You know, right. you're gonna make it so be a disease. So, yeah. check, check your friends, check your friends, boys. Check yeah, your friends. I ain't gonna tolerate that now. I see you disrespecting the woman. I might knock hell out you. Right. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. That's, that's, I mean, us as men, we are naturally strong, man. You beating up on a woman, man, fight me, dog. <laughs> like, that's right. just the way I see it. But, I mean, it's, it's a lot of cowards out there, like you said, man. And, yeah, I mean, that's just the world for the day. And it's, all this stuff going on, especially a lot of black men, you know, they, they beat on their women and stuff, man. They be good women, too, so I don't know, man, but we don't get into that. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but anyway, man, uh, Amy, is there anything you want to tell everybody before we wrap it up? Yes! Make sure you follow me on Instagram at A-M-A-R-I-E underscore the number two and the letter U. Follow me on Instagram and I'll follow you back. Also, make sure you catch my live every Friday at 7 p.m. Central. I uh, co-host this show on Instagram called The Spill, where we tell, uh, any, uh, where we talk about different current events, um, entertainment news, politics, all the current events that happen um, during this week. So make sure you check us out um, on that. And also, I got some more stuff coming um, later on this year that I'm really, really excited about. I don't want to speak too much on it. Um, but just know when I pop out with I'm, I'm popping out. I hope everybody, um, all my hornets out there, um, will support it. And yeah, and that's really about it. Just hit me up on the ground. Yeah, everybody support, man. That's enough. That's one thing we don't do as a black culture. We don't support each other, man. We can support it. We can support everything else, man. Even with the shops, you know, like if your friend's selling something, pay the full price. You don't be asking no discount, man. I be hating people do that, job, man. Let me exactly. do a discount, man. That's yeah. one thing about me. I don't ask for no discount. I might tease a joke, but I might give you the exact a little bit, you know, extra, like. You know, you have a business, let's say for a female, if I need my makeup done and my friend like, oh, girl, you don't owe me anything. No, how much do I need? Do I need to pay you? I'm going to pay you something. Yeah. You know, we got to support, we got to support our black businesses out there too. Yeah. And support your friends. Support. Yeah, support. Just any, any blacks, um, you know, people doing sea yeah. and everything, man. Clothing, everything. Support, man. We need to support each other. We pay full price for Nikes and all that stuff, so. The support, man. Yes. Uh, big shout out to um, Ray, man. Ray and Montgomery. He bought a pair of my shoes, man. I appreciate that love, man. You know, oh, that's dope. So I appreciate, shout out to you, Ray. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. For real. You don't know how much that meant. But anyway, man, that's episode number 78 of TNT Sports, man. It's with me and A. Millie. Good morning.